We're going to take a few moments this morning to bring God's Word to our kids. Of course, we'll be bringing God's Word to them in the preaching of the Word. And, but uh, for just a few moments, some, some teaching that's catered just to them, but also to us, because we even as big kids need to be reminded of these core doctrinal truths that we as families are trying to instill into our kids in our homes. So let me ask y'all, last Lord's Day I asked a question, and the question had to do with uh, can anyone keep the law of God perfectly? Does anyone remember the answer to that question? Can anyone? We've, we spent a number of weeks talking about the law of God, the Ten Commandments. And then last week, can anybody keep that perfectly? No. no. Did y'all remember that? She just, she just said the whole statement to us. Can you, can you say it one more time? You gonna say it louder? Amen. Since the fall, no human has been able to keep the law of God perfectly. And that is, these are the truths we're trying to bring into the hearts of our children. Well, in follow-up to that question from last Lord's Day, I did, there is another question, this week's catechism question, has to do with, well, why is that? If God gave us the law, and we spent a lot of weeks talking about the purpose of the law, and then we, we learned last week that nobody can keep it, inquiring minds want to know, you might begin to ask this question, well, God made us. Did God make us unable to keep the law of God? And that's an important question to have an answer to. Did God make us unable to keep the law of God? So, all the way back in Genesis chapter 2 and 3, right, God tells us he made all things, chapter 1, and then chapter 2 and 3, he made human beings in his image. And you and I were created, we call it the pinnacle of God's creative genius, which means of the brilliance and the wisdom of God that created all things, the highest thing of everything that he made is you and I, you and I in his image, male and female. And if we go back to the Garden of Eden, that first male whose name was what? Adam. And the first female whose name was Eve. All right. We, see, we get pictures of them walking in the garden with God. And they are capable. God gives them some laws. And they are capable of obeying God's law. But they didn't. What happened? What, what went wrong when, when the snake slithers into the Garden of Eden and tempts Eve and Adam to sin against God? God created them able to obey the law, able to do what he said, but did they? They didn't. What went wrong? They gave in. They decided to rebel against the king. They decided, you know, we have heard the king and we can obey him, but we've decided... We know better than he does, and we're going to do what we want to do. So, Romans chapter 5, the Apostle Paul kind of explains things for us, helps us to understand why it is God didn't create us unable to keep the law, but nobody can keep the law. What happened? Revelation chapter 5, verse 12. Listen to what Paul says. Therefore... Just as sin came into the world through one man, and who's that one man? Adam. Just as sin came into the world through one man, and death through sin. So sin comes in through one man, and the wages of sin is what? Death. So one man sins. The punishment for that one man's sin is death. 
so death spread to all men, because all sinned. Now let's stop right there. Do any of you kids ever, your parents ever say something to you or tell you to do something, and you think, that's not fair. You ever, have you ever told your parents that's not fair? Can you think of something they said that you said that's not fair? had to go to bed at a certain time. And you can't watch TV. I'm on your team, man. Huh? Oh, now we're hitting on something. Y'all go to bed and the sister gets to stay up. I'm going to say that's not fair. What about you? Not getting to play video games. That's not fair. So see, we're familiar with playing that game, right? That's not fair. Well, here, what Paul said, one man sinned, and the punishment for that one man's sin is death, and because of that, everyone sinned, and everyone will die. Do you see how the mind might think, well, that's not fair. Well, Paul is explaining, and we're not going to go into the depth of it, just the, the representation, that one man representing the whole. One man sinned, it had an effect on every one of us. Think about your parents. Have you ever noticed that you look like either one or both of your parents? All right, maybe you look like one of them, maybe both of them. Which one do you think you look like? Your dad? I, I tend to agree. <laughs> what about you, Dominic? Do you look like one or the other? <laughs> I see it. I see it. Some have said that my dad's out, keep watching the door right now. Some have said I'm the spitting image of my dad, particularly since I've cut all my hair off. They say we look a lot alike. The thing is, parents pass on to their children certain traits. There's a reason we look alike, biologically. Well, also spiritually, our parents pass on to us certain traits. And you know who our first parents were? Every human being came from the same mommy and daddy. The, all the way back in the beginning. Who? Adam and Eve. And just as they sinned, they passed down to all of their children, you and I, a sin nature. So now we cannot keep the law. God didn't make us this way. But because of sin, we're unable to keep the, the law. In fact, we're about to sing a song in just a minute, written over 300 years ago by a man named Charles Wesley, and can it be? And there's a line in there. Be watching for this line. I want you to like wave your hand or something when you, when you pick up on the line. It goes, he left his father's throne above, so free, infinite his grace. Emptied himself of all but love, now here's the word, and bled for Adam's helpless race. What kind of race? All his children, his helpless race. What does it mean to be helpless? Yeah, yeah, you can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you are in a situation that it would require something supernatural. I mean, there is nothing tangible that you can put your hands on that's going to help you. But God sent his son, Jesus, to help Adam's helpless race. Every one of us, we're helpless. God didn't make us this way. It's our sin nature. And the truth is, even as... Death came through one man, through Adam. Verse 19 of chapter 5, Paul writes, For as by the one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners, right? That's what he's been saying. So also, by the one man's obedience, the many will be made righteous. 
So one man disobeys, and we're all, we're all sinners. But there is one man who will obey, and through him, all who believe in him will be made righteous. Who's that one man do you think he's talking about there? Jesus. So if it's not fair we're all sinners because Adam sinned, is it fair that we get to be righteous because Jesus was right? I mean, that, we don't want to play that game of fair. We just want to praise God and say thank you for grace and mercy because it's not fair, but it's to our benefit that uh, one man, he died so that we may live again. So this week you'll continue to think about, nope, nobody can keep the law perfectly. Why? Because of sin.